Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 876, air date February 10th, 2021. Good evening, everyone. It is about a quarter after five. Welcome to people on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Then we also have Twitch now, as well as Periscope. By the way, Periscope's going to be going away, I understand, in March, end of March, as well as those people on Facebook. Uh, we're going to have an interesting discussion today on what is real education, theory and practice. And, you know, I've been um, saying something that's been coming out naturally, which is get educated or be enslaved. So I thought it'd be very important to discuss what do I mean by that? Um, you know, why am I doing this? Why do we start offering these courses? And um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we'll obviously share the video that we have, which goes over, um, you know, summarizes the warrior program, but we're going to wait for people to join. And I'm going to read a chapter out of this book, System and Revolution, if people are seeing it. Some of you may already have it, but it'll, the first chapter of it really addresses this questions about what is to be done. So we have people joining us from, uh, where do we have people joining us from? Uh, we got Canada, Cleveland, Ohio. Canada, Cleveland, Ohio, Huntington Beach. Welcome. Big Dog is from Huntington, Ohio. Um, John, if you have people's handles, you can also read it. Ankit Lakum from Gujarat. That's India. That's in the western part of India. Nice to have you. Port Angeles, Washington State, Iowa, New Jersey, Raleigh, North Carolina, Pierce Williams from Florida, uh, Evo B- uh, Bangnara from Italy. Great to have you. Um, uh, Paul Taylor from Kansas, New York City, Miami, Florida, Aga from Chicago. Miami, uh, Texas. North Kensington, London, Arlington, Massachusetts, right right next door. (laughs) Great to have you. Uh, Detroit, Michigan, Lincolnshire, UK, Ravina, Ohio, Manitoba, Canada, Daytona, Florida. By the way, if I don't mention you, please don't take it the wrong way. There's a lot of um, uh, addresses going by. April, Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, Minnesota, Tennessee. Anyone there, John? Kuwait. Kuwait. Great to have Kuwait here. Netherlands. Jackson, Mississippi. Great to have everyone here. Um, Sometimes we just get some interesting new countries. It's great to have San Francisco, Costa Mesa, California, Miami. Great. So um, today we're going to really have a, um, a, a, it's going to be sort of a detailed, um, hopefully an insightful discussion about what is real education. And um, before I start that, I just want to Give, we're gonna. Uh, I always like to play the video on what we're doing with the education we're building, and the goal of this is to really um, uh, open people up to the concept of what is the difference between real education and an education that makes you an instrument of the state. You see, what I've learned is there's two types of education, I, and I don't mean um, education. Okay, you can you can learn engineering, you can learn science, you can learn. Uh, education, you can learn arts. Ultimately, the question comes down to, are you an instrument of the state or or the government? Or are you thinking, um, has the education taught you how to think? And there's a real deeper underlying education. That's what uh, led me to the journey after a, a lot of education across a bunch of degrees from MIT to really create what I really think is a much more fundamental ed- education that goes down to systems. And we'll talk about that. Uh, but before I do that, I just want to share with um, some of you um, what the, you know, there's a um, logo 
Um, I think the founders of MIT actually had it uh, right. Um, this is a logo. If you go to, uh, if you look at the MIT logo, let me bring it up here a little bit. Um, let me make it bigger for everyone to see. Um, if you look at the MIT logo, you'll see this is what's in the logo. Um, I'm going to go to right here. And the logo really, you know, it's, MIT was founded in 1861. It says mens et manus, which means mind and hand. And what's interesting about this logo is you'll see that on the left side, you see a, a worker, a blacksmith. He's got the anvil. Um, he's got his hammer. He's dressed in essentially uh, as, a, as a working class guy. And over here, and notice it says science and the arts. And over here, it's got a scholar who's actually reading from a book. So there's really two parts here. So the concept of at least the founders of uh, MIT, their, their, their educational concept was, and look, it's in the 1800s, we've talked about this. The 1800s was a fascinating period, but it was paying homage to working people, which means working actual practice. And here's theory, reading from the book, where you're learning book knowledge, and here's practice. And this was really, this diagram, you know, in the middle of it is a, a lamp, you know, the, uh, the lamp of knowledge, right? Our slogan is be the light. But this light really comes from this and this. It comes from theoretical training, which means understanding, let's say, foundational principles, laws of nature, which you study, and over here, actually putting them into practice. So um, that's what the theme of today's discussion is really gonna be, is that there, the, the real aspect of education comes from both theory and practice. Theory and practice. Um, Many of us who grew up, let's say, at a period where you had to have a job, right? As a kid, you know, I, I used to mow lawns, I used to paint, I used to write software programs. Um, that was sort of the practical piece. And then you get the educational piece, the principles, even mowing a lawn or even, you know, painting. I used to work with some of the best master painters, guys from Yugoslavia, who would teach me the theory of painting, right? There is a science to everything. There's a science to landscaping, right? Uh, there's a science to how you're supposed to prune a tree, right? You, you cut it the wrong way, you're going to hurt the branches. But everything has both. It's got the science and then it's got the actual practice. So that's pretty much in most fields. I have friends of mine who are uh, who go to Berklee College of Music. And what's fascinating is, and I have friends you know, to learn music and I have friends who never got theoretical training, but they can just listen and they can learn stuff. What I've noticed is that the guys who got both the theory and the practice ended up being incredible musicians, not to say one or the other couldn't do it, but you increase your probability of success when you get the theory and the practice. So that's what we really want to talk about today. What is theory and practice? And in that context, you know, over the many, many years that I've been uh, as an engineer, as a scientist, as an inventor, but also as an educator, what I realized is that you could send people to the best schools, including MIT. And, you know, the these uh what they used to call people at mit they used to call them tools i don't know if you knew that john they used to call them you were a tool okay and what they were really saying was that um it was a sarcasm in some ways because mit would train people to be really good engineers but the reason i think the tool um uh word is interesting is because it says that even though you got all that education the science uh, you know, the, the, the book learning, as well as you got the learning from, you know, practice, you could still become a tool because there is a deeper underlying knowledge, which is 
who uses you? Okay, are you being used and exploited with your skills? So for example, a lot of my friends who went to MIT would finish their PhD, really smart uh, brainiacs, um, uh, let's say in the fluid mechanics department, and Wall Street would come and take them. A lot of money to be made because these people could become tools of Wall Street, okay? Or a number of people would take that education and join the military industrial complex, right? Not ever having thought about, okay, I got this education, I can make you know millions of dollars per year if you go to Wall Street and you work on hedge funds, um, but not having thought about what that education really was providing them, right? Um, uh, was that, uh, meaning had they thought about, were they an instrument or were they determining their own destiny? That's what led me over the many, many years to realize that there was a much more deeper education that needed to take place. And that led me to integrate my love of systems, my love of uh, uh, design and art. I have a degree from the MIT uh, you know, in media arts, my love of engineering, data sciences, and also storytelling. When you combine all of these four, I created a course called Systems Visualization, which is one of the most popular electives at MIT. And the reason I created that was that I wanted to engage people at a deeper level of education. Could they take a system? Could they unravel it? Could they understand it? And could they see their role in that system or maybe their unconscious role being a part of it? Because to me, real education is when you become truly a master of your own destiny. You learn the theory and the practice. If you remember in that lamp, there is the light there, okay? Where you become the light and you determine your own destiny, okay? So the light is as important as theory and the practice. Without this light here, you're essentially an instrument, a tool where you could have the theory and the practice, but you do not have the light where you become a guiding light to determine uh, the future, where you can really guide others as well as yourself. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Before I do that, I, everyone knows that people have been asking me, you know, Dr. Shiva, how can we help you? We want to support this thing you're building with Truth, Freedom and Health. So we started building all these education courses and when people uh, wanna contribute, they can get all different levels of education. So um, I hate selling stuff, but this is really a, a gift that we started offering of all these educational courses uh, as a way to build you know, a, a movement here. So the goal here was that those people who want to help, I've hopefully channeled a way that you can help when you support the movement that we're building, you get educated. So that's what we built here. So I just want to take a few moments to really play the video that we put together that really consolidates this concept of get educated or be enslaved. Let me go right to it here. Out our country to be taken over from within. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Okay. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that, mm -hmm. and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. 
And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities, you got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast and within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com. So people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. 
So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. So anyway, I want to make sure I like to play that um, for some of the new people joining. But the fundamental issue here is there is a fundamental a foundational knowledge and that foundational knowledge that I've come across is a knowledge of systems. There is a great guy um, used to be he passed away, MIT called Jay Forrester. Jay Forrester was one of the fathers of systems thinking. But systems thinking goes back in the United States back into the 1930s when people were actually trying to ask a question. Could you actually, what, is, what does it mean to be a human being? Uh, meaning, could you use engineering principles to recreate this thing that we call a human being? Are we, is there a soul? Is there not a soul? Um, could you use uh, the concepts of cybernetics, general systems theory? Could you use engineering physics to actually recreate uh, a human being? So that led into this whole concept of general systems theory starting in the 30s. But those concepts are not limited to the Western world. When you start really unraveling this, you find out nearly 10,000 years ago, at least from my discoveries in the Indian system of medicine, which is really not a system of medicine, these same concepts existed, these concepts of systems thinking. And it's, it's not just holistic or reductionist, it's much more um, deeper than that. It's actually understanding how things are interlinked. And from that interlinking, you, you find certain principles exist in all nature. So that took me on my journey uh, to develop in the last, uh, John was asking me, when did you put it all together? Probably around 2007. And it's evolved into something I used to teach at MIT. But the reason I did it was because I wanted to, you know, when I used to teach this at MIT, I felt there were the, all these quote unquote smart people, but they were really some ways dumb people. Okay. They were tools. And, um, John asked me an interesting question. He goes, some people were saying, well, why, why should I get educated? Just tell me what to do. Well, the issue is if you truly get the real education, you can start becoming truly a leader in your community, okay? Meaning people will come to you because you have certain keys to knowledge about foundational systems. So what I wanted to do was to give you an idea of that, you know, uh, this book I, I wrote when I was in uh, Paris back in 2016, but it's a book that was in the making. It's called System and Revolution. By the way, anyone who um, signs up as a warrior, or uh, I'll, I'll explain this on the site. It, we have the ebook. You can also order it on Amazon. But today, you know, the the book the book title is dedicated to heaven on earth. Okay, but let me read to you um, as a part of what I'm going to share today. I think it's best written, um, uh, best read to you, and, and it's a chapter one. And chapter one it says what is to be done, because it's not uh, good enough that we just say okay, there's election fraud, or we don't we don't we don't have medical freedom, or we don't have digital rights. The issue is how do we actually build a movement? How do we actually engage your mind, which is a very powerful instrument for change? And with the right education, with the real education, we can actually create a movement bottoms up, but it requires training and it requires education. So this book is called What is to be done? And, and I'll, 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 uh, or this chapter, and it says, it starts with you have nothing to lose but your chains. And I say, I'm starting this book with a quote from Karl Marx. Is that outrageous? Is it inflammatory? I hope so. I have four degrees from MIT, but I do not want to be a smart boy scientist in khakis and a sports shirt giving a TED talk and then going out for a cappuccino. In my view, a lot of those people who give TED talks are actually tools. They really haven't gotten down 
deeper than that. One of the themes of this book will be the relationship between the center and the periphery in a human cell, in the human body, and in all aspects of human affairs, and the realization that there is no quote unquote center, but one that has been imposed on us from above. And this is one of the important things we need to understand. The founders of America, the deep philosophers were really about decentralization. And I, I go on to say, I was born in the periphery. I wasn't born in the center, the child of a lower caste family in India, where my grandmother was a spiritual healer. But I don't want to be a wise and gentle guru, guru means teacher, telling you about the Hindu God with the head of an elephant. Here's what I do want, but it's more than quote unquote want. It's what I need. I need to tell you about what I've learned, my unique education, and, and in even more unique life experiences. Why do I need to do that? It's not to stoke my ego. It's not to be on television. It's because of time for change. Radical change has arrived. And I have a role to play at this historic moment. I have tools to provide, not physical tools, but vital information for this opportunity so we don't blow it. I feel like I've been given an assignment. I've been cast in a role and it's not an easy one to fulfill. I have to tell people the truth. And when they don't believe me, I have to change their minds. I invented the first authentic comprehensive email system when I was a 14 year old working as a research fellow at the University of Medicine Dentistry of New Jersey. That's the truth, but it's controversial statement. I've been called quote unquote delusional. So why don't I just forget about it? Why don't I just shut up about it? Here's why. That experience took place in the cultural context of growing up in a lower caste Indian, uh, as a lower caste Indian kid, where my earliest memories as a four-year-old was being segregated and given water in a different bowl from my quote unquote upper caste friends and emigrating from the extremes of Bombay in a small South Indian rural village in, in Tamil Nadu to Newark, New Jersey. It was part of a timeline that included observing my grandmother's practice of Siddha, which is an ancient form of Indian medicine, uh, and healing, and also attending an elite program in computer science at New York University's current Institute of Mathematical Sciences while still in high school. It's very true that I've, I haven't followed the standard nerd script and said, oh shucks, but it's not because I'm delusional. On the contrary, I've been stripped of all delusions about how things work for innovators, about people who don't fit the mold. You see, part of this concept of education, which I know some of you have already observed, is to make people fit a mold. Yeah, they get all these degrees, but they're put into a mold. What's really del delusional are people inside a centralized academic corporate or government environment sitting in judgment of me when I'm a creature of the periphery. That's an entirely different setting, and I'm a different kind of person in every way. It's also de delusional for those in controlling positions in academia, business, or government to imagine I'm not going to share my experiences in order to ignite radical and positive change. That's why we created this platform, okay? Yes, I am a revolutionary. I was five years old when a friend of my father's came to our home and said, poor villagers were taking up arms against their landowners. He said the villagers didn't have any money, didn't have any food, and didn't have any clothes. So I said, quote, but what's, what's wrong with that? I remember this very, very, very um, still vividly today. The father told my man, your son is a quote unquote communist. My dad said, don't worry, when he gets older, he'll change. But I haven't changed my anger. No, my hatred has only exponentially increased against those who rule through exploitation, influence, and intimidation. Priests, saints, gurus, and therapists all advise us against quote unquote hating our enemy but millions of people can't afford that luxury meanwhile those wise counselors are profiting directly or indirectly as servants of the enemy who are not supposed to hate i've learned about the enemy 
I've learned, I've known all about the manipulative dogmas and doctrines we fed every day. I've reached the highest levels of academia. I've appeared in front of audiences and best-selling new age authors. I've lived in Hollywood and rubbed shoulders with narcissistic celebrities whose concern for climate change or some social cause was all about getting lots of tweets or retweets, okay? I'm sure you know who these people are. I've held high positions in the Indian government. I saw how feudal colonialist mentality still pervades that country at a cost of billions. I've seen how so-called eminent scientists and major American medical research institutions really work. Their first concern is about getting funding for their pet projects, securing tenure, or getting some paper published. Curing a disease is largely an afterthought. By the way, those of you who are joining in the middle, I'm just reading the first chapter of System and Revolution, What is to be Done, to really enlighten people about the journey I went through and the, and the educational model uh, that I've developed here. So I go on to say, so I've learned a lot from the enemy and I've also fought them my whole life. There's a dramatic photo of me burning the South African flag as a 17 year old undergraduate on the MIT Student Center steps. I had just led a major protest against MIT's investments in apartheid South Africa. I challenged the MIT administration to provide wages for proper wages for food service workers and to increase enrollment of poor students, women, minorities, white and black. At my PhD graduation, I was the only one who raised a banner in front of 20,000 attendees, which said US out of Iraq. Half of the people booed me and the other half gave me a standing ovation. I exposed corruption at the highest scientific institutions in India and I was forced to flee India. I fought the Raytheon Corp Corporation, part of the military industrial complex and my rightful place in the history for the rightful place in the history for the invention of email. I'm now, at the time I wrote this book, I'm now fighting, fighting Monsanto to expose a lack of safety standards in GMOs. So it's not an intellectual pursuit. This is what's important to understand. You know, I could have just studied, you know, these theoretical works, read books of fights, but I actually participated. It was not to me just theory, but it was also practice. So it's not just an intellectual pursuit. I wanna fight these forces of evil because that is what they are. I want you to join me in that fight. I want to share in this book, my weapons, the weapons I've learned from the enemy. What's the most powerful weapon? What's the weapon that can finally win? Anyone know what that is? It's not a gun, it's not a bomb, it's the science of systems. It's seeing and really understanding how things are connected, interconnected, and it's also seeing all the traps and distractions that are put in your way. Here's the best part. Once you learn the science, once enough people understand it, we can create an army that will win the war, which is the first thing they don't want you to know to distract you, to keep you feeling small and helpless. What they want to do is to indoctrinate you. And that's fundamentally what the fake education is. They wanna quote unquote convert you because as you know, people have said, religion is the opiate of the people. Religion, yes, that's right. Because take my word for it, you've been indoctrinated and very possibly converted by one of these quote unquote religions that control how we relate to our thoughts, our feelings, our bodies, our health, our work, our relationships, our education, our future, our past, our present, and virtually everything in our lives. You've been scammed by the quote unquote priesthoods whose dogmas falsify who you are and what you are. Those priesthoods are powerful and convincing. They're smart, well-funded and ruthless. They want your money, but that's only the first step. What they really want, what they really want is power over you. They want you to bow down and it's working. Millions of people, you're seeing it all around us, are bowing down and there's an excellent chance you've been one of them, but you're ready to change. 
I know that because if you weren't, you wouldn't be, I said, reading this book or you wouldn't be listening to me today, okay? With, with Revolution in its title, the largest and most powerful of these soul-crushing doctrines is a reductionist science. Reductionism, by the way, is the opposite of a system science that fragments reality and somehow manages to make things seem both simpler and more complicated than they really are. I say this as a scientist whose education from MIT spans multiple disciplines, electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, architecture, media, and biological engineering. We'll look very closely at reductionism. And I talk about that in, in the course we're educating people on. Seemingly opposite to reductionist science, but actually complementary to it is a sentimental mysticism. Many of you, you know, you start wanting to go into holistic stuff and you find all these new age people, you know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. They're into new age and they talk holism. Well, they're sort of the flip side of it. And have for me, having ex experienced a Western education and the Eastern stuff, I had to make this point in the book, which I said seemingly opposite to reductionist science, but actually complementary is a sentimental mysticism of gurus, miracles, and manifestations from the universe. And once again, I say this as someone who grew up right in the midst of the ancient wisdom of the traditions of India. In popular culture, this doctrine is called the New Age category. It, it draws on non-denominational religion, quote unquote, spirituality rather than science. There may be some watered down reference to Galileo or Einstein. And this is what Deepak Chopra does, right? He refers to them, you know, it doesn't really know what the hell he's saying, but it sounds good. And people are, you know, buy his books because they think he's saying something <laughs> deep, right? But basically things just happen for, for a very self-centered and sentimental reason. We may not exactly know why or how, but that doesn't really matter. The hugely successful book, The Secret, some of you may remember this, right? Was based on the idea that we can attract success, money or whatever we want into our lives by thinking or wanting it. The reason I wanna bring this up is that the establishment is very powerful. They create all these distractions, right? I was talking to my friend, Frank. We have sports, we have entertainment, we have, new age stuff, you know, this new kind of spirituality, because they don't want you to get real and get the real education. So exactly how that works is beyond our understanding. But so what? It sounds beautiful. I'm talking about the new age stuff. And that's all you need. Might as well take an aspirin or a Valium to lull us into peace and harmony and oblivion. How many people you, you know, when you start talking to them about the realities, how the system is organized, they say, I don't want to hear that, right? I just want to have a nice life, right? I just want to be peaceful. Well, you know, Voltaire talked about something uh, interesting, which is you have to come to a point in your life, you have to decide, do you wanna just create your own little garden, have your little beautiful home, your little picket fence, or do you want to change the world? This is a very, very fundamental question. But we live in such an interconnected world today, uh, anyone thinking they're gonna create their little garden and live in their own little world is sort of living in a vacuum, right? It's, it's like the ostrich putting its head in the sand. So I would argue that we have no option but to understand how this world operates. So what I say here is, uh, I say both reductionist science and new age proselytizers. So on the one hand, you have Western so-called reductionist science, and you have all these new age gurus have their own priesthoods, their own rituals, their own commandments, and their own taboos. Those rules and regulations are actually the most important things about th those dogmas, because neither of them can des describe, much less solve many of the important problems of our lives. The word quote unquote spirituality also has been abused and manipulated by this priesthood. Okay, the true and greatest spiritual leaders consistently address the issues of the here and the now and challenge the centralization of power and the authority. 
For them, heaven wasn't, a, wasn't distinct from the earth. In the Hindu tradition, the great Shankaracharya, by the way, is a great um, leader, right? Social leader, asked a fundamental question. If there is equality in heaven, why isn't there equality on earth? That question in the eighth century gave rise to the Bhakti movement, one based on devotion and love that led to early breakdowns of the caste system, which were later reversed by the brutality of colonialism starting in the 17th century. Jesus, in my view, also addressed the here and the, and the now. Remember, he whipped, he whipped the money lenders in the temple. Yes, whipped them. He got angry and he threw them out. He perturbed the religious hierarchy, which was subjugating the masses. These political issues, however, are never discussed in the churches and written off as some anomaly of Jesus's behavior. But the essence of Jesus' teachings was justice, truth, and love for all here and now. As he said, quote, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. A real spiritualist, in my view, is ultimately a revolutionary. To sit by and speak of spiritual enlightenment and watch one's brothers and sisters uh, and you be subjugated to lies, exploitation, and pale reductionist aspects of truth is inhuman and, and frankly, not spiritual. A hundred years ago, Lenin led the Russian Revolution with the slogan, Peace, Land, and Bread. Peace meant ending Russia's involvement in World War I. Land meant redistributing aristocrats' estates to the peasants. Bread meant to end no to end the food shortages and starvation. Today, we have our own version of land, which means an abundance of material possessions for a small number of people and a fanatical desire to pursue, possess them by a multitude of, uh, of others. We have quote unquote bread, which means enough to eat, even if it's often unhealthy and is simply another source for corporate profit. Most disturbingly, we also have the current version of quote unquote peace, which is simply an, anesthet an, an anesthetized numbness of a bewildering blindness perpetuated by that priesthood. Whether it's in politics, organized religion, healthcare, or a hundred other areas of our lives, we're in the dark and we don't even know it. This goes much further than the famous line from The Wizard of Oz, quote, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. We've been taught that there isn't any curtain, much less a man. And if you start talking about that, what do they brand you, John? Conspiracy theorists, right? By pointing out all the problems is only the first step. The next step is action. What is to be done? So what are we supposed to do, right? Well, in order to introduce the principles of systems theory in the most grounded and practical way, this book will show you how the human body, your body is a system. Once you understand the dynamics of, of a system in your own physical self, you'll see how it occurs everywhere. When you gain a revolutionary perspective about who and what you are as an interconnected system of systems that follow fundamental principles, you'll be able to apply that revolutionary perspective to your life and the world as a whole. So what I really, I mean, I, I, I want to, should I go on, John, finish it or what? People liking it? Um, uh, some, some people are, were asking, well, what book are you reading? I think my, oh, okay. came in recently. So I'm reading the book, System and Revolution. This was a book that I wrote many years ago, almost five years ago, but it was, this, this book is a short book. Everyone can get it. When you sign up, we offer it as an ebook. But the reason I'm doing it today, because this is really a talk about what is real education. And in closing, what I said in this book is I said, revolution is an essential part of system theory. First of all, what is revolution? What is revolution? What is a system? What is revolution? Because if we want revolutionary change, which is revolution in your personal life, uh, revolution in, through innovation, you have to understand what revolution is. So I define that in the book. Revolution is an essential part of system theory and revolution isn't incremental. If you really study revolution, you find out that things occur like that. If you think about ice, 
what happens, John? Ice at a certain temperature, right? It just melts, right? Yep. What happens at water? At a certain temperature, it boils. So what you find is that in my definition of revolution, which I get deeper into the book, revolution is at a certain point, everything comes together and you have a, a, a massive change. And the way that we're getting to get to that change is by all of us getting the real education of how systems work. So it's, so it's about clearly seeing the current situation, setting goals for positive change and taking action. It's not a matter of saying everything is perfect now, nor everything will be perfect, because that's just another way of taking ourselves out of taking action. You see what happens, some people say, well, you can't change the world. Look what happened here, that revolution failed. Look what happened here, that revolution failed. So the issue I point out is perfection is not the goal, but rather a commitment to the goal. No matter how seemingly impossible the goal may seem, and to take deliberate and conscious action to achieve the goal. Previous revolutionaries did not do everything perfectly, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't take revolutionary action ourselves. Plus, we have information and technologies they didn't have. Creating email would have been impossible before there was computer code, and many people said it was, it was still impossible, but something is quote unquote impossible only until it happens. It was impossible for Mike Tyson to get knocked out, but once he got knocked out, Quote, oh yeah, I guess it actually was possible. The foundation principle of engineering systems is to keep getting better, not about perfection immediately, but to improve. That's, that's also the underlying principle of this book. If it seems impossible to do it perfectly at this point in time, or we failed in the past, that doesn't mean we don't do it. The compelling forces that drive human history forward are the desire for truth, freedom, and health. Truth, and what, what you learn is when you study systems, is that truth, freedom, and health are directly related to three phenomena that occur in nature, transport, conversion, and storage of information, matter, and energy. So the slogan, truth, freedom, and health, that's our movement, is really founded in deep science. We failed and we're also getting better at it. The Wright brothers' first aircraft only flew for, flew for 12 seconds, but we don't criticize the Wright brothers because we didn't create the space shuttle, right? The following are five principles of systems perspective. And I go into this, I'm not gonna get into this, but. The bottom line is this, that, you know, the issue is, uh, you know, what are our what are our goals? Let's recall the slogan of one revolution, peace, land and bread. Well, today we have bread, but not health. Right. We got 35 percent people are obese. Right. Mm -hmm. We got all these pre-existing conditions. We have uh, land, but we don't have freedom. We have peace, but we don't have truth to begin moving toward the goals of genuine truth, freedom and health. This book or the concepts here will introduce you to a systems approach to your own body and how it works. This will open you to a wider recognition that health requires freedom. Freedom demands truth to control our destiny. So that's what this is about. So I wrote this when I was in, in Paris and I just, in fact, um, was trying to figure out how I could take these concept of general systems theory and apply it to politics. And that's what's really the foundation. So this is like the textbook and you can read it in a couple of hours. Um, you will understand systems concepts. It's basically, you know, 30, 40 years of MIT education distilled into a couple of hours that you can learn. So real education is theory and practice. So if we're going to change the world, it can't be just going out and saying, okay, I'm going to be a Republican. I'm going to be a Democrat. Uh, just going by the seat of our wing. Sometimes you do well, or it can't be just being a consultant, right? A political scientist. Most of them end up becoming part of the establishment. We have to combine theory and we have to combine practice in anything. You, you know, in the uh, 
John, you went to you did your carpentry stuff, right? Yeah, I went to Job Corps. I dropped out of college. I went to Job Corps. Yeah, John has a fifty thousand dollar loan, right? He didn't learn anything. Then he went to Job Corps. Well, in the nineteen thirties, when the you know when the movement for when the working class movements in this country were building up, there were some good developments. People actually said we we act, act, actually have to teach people skills. So Job Corps teaches you theory and practice, and then puts you in a job, right? Uh, Votech education is awesome. In many ways, MIT is sort of Votech on steroids. You know, that's what it really is. Um, but what's happened is the elites want to create drones. So the Harvard, if you think about nothing against, look, I, I read a lot of books. I love uh, novels and stuff like this. But the liberal arts education unto itself, if you really think about it, it's very subjective. Uh, one guy writes an essay, another guy writes an essay. One guy gets an A and the other guy gets an F, right? Who's deciding that? It's all subjective. Oh, well, I didn't write his essay because it seemed like it was racist and his essay seemed like it was politically correct, right? So in the liberal arts, you can have a lot of subjectivity. People can make up stuff. But what's powerful about education that's founded on the principles of how the universe operates, laws, you can't bullshit people, okay? I have yet to see someone jump out of a building. Some people, some new age people say people can fly. I've yet to see that. Have you, John? Has anyone? You fall out of a building, you fall, you die, okay? Well, there are fundamental laws to the universe and the march of science is uncovering those laws. And once you uncover those laws, you get real principles, which you can apply everywhere, okay? You don't have to follow a boss anymore. Once you understand force equals mass times acceleration, wow, I can, I can use those to build a bridge. I can use that to, you know, uh, build a house. I can use that to build a lot of things. Once you understand, oh, electricity and magnetism are interrelated, right? A electrical, you know, electricity moving down a wire creates a, 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 a B field, right? Well, now you can start creating all sorts of things, right? You can start creating motors and, and transformers and all these kinds of things, right? Once you understand that, you know, a, a force, you know, a wind force can create a normal lift, right? You can create an airplane. Well, think about it. Don't you think that we can understand the universe and understand principles that can help us change the world? And that is what I've discovered. And that journey took place when I finished my PhD work, went back to India, and I was able to con connect engineering systems theory to the Indian systems of medicine. What I unraveled out of that, as I'll show you here, was a way that you could actually understand your body as a system, okay? And so... Um, let me go back here. I go to so if you go, so one of the tools I ended up creating was a very powerful tool called Your Body, Your System. And what this tool allows you to do, this is a simple version of it. There's a whole theory. You can answer a set of questions and you can figure out what kind of body you are. That's that red dot in the world of transport, conversion, and storage. You see, there are fundamentally three. Uh, oops, I didn't share that. There are fundamentally. Uh, let me stop this. Share. Sorry about this. Dr. Shiva, where did those questions come from? Good, good. John asked where these questions come from. So these questions that I developed, which helped you figure out what kind of system you are, came from research I did uh, in integrating systems theory. And we actually took people and we did tradition, you know, we did the traditional systems of medicine, which figure out their body type. Then we literally created a questionnaire which correlated with that. And then we actually used Western medical science, John. And that the questions in that paper that, that were actually published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science. But the bottom line is 
There are three forces in the world that govern everything. Transport, movement of information, matter, and energy, very much related to freedom. Conversion, which means you can take an apple and you know, or you can take an ice and it becomes water, right? Conversion. Fire is a medium for conversion. Digestion converts. Well, that's the aspect of conversion of one form to another form. Well, conversion is no different than when you practice science. When you practice real science, what happens? You take an idea, you practice a scientific method, and you get truth. So truth is really the product of the process of applying the scientific method, which is the aspect of conversion. And then finally, the third force in the universe is storage or structure, everything that provides a structure, okay? Like the walls of this building, the cell membranes, right? Your skeletal structure. Well, that structure... It, it, the infrastructure that you're provided really relates to health. When you have the right health, you're able to do things. You have infrastructure. Well, in the Indian system of medicine, they call that bata, pitta, and kapha. So one of the tools I built was for you, let me go back to this, for you to understand, John, you can bring it over here, to understand on your body, your system. By the way, uh, all of you who you know support the movement and want to help, you all get access to this. But your body, your system allows you to answer a set of questions and for you to figure out what kind of system you are. This red dot can go anywhere, but you see transport, conversion, and storage. Then you can answer another set of questions and you can figure out how you've disturbed yourself. So this is where you're supposed to be, where your body likes to be. This is where you are. And then you can figure out how food, nutrients, and supplements can bring you back to you. Now, why do I give you these concepts? Yes. Um, you can use this to get your body healthy, definitely. But the reason I developed this was that you can learn using your body, your physical body as a laboratory, that there are fundamental forces of nature, truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health that exists in the political world, but those also relate to transport, conversion, storage, right, in the world of general systems theory, but they also relate to vata, pitta, kapha. So you can use these understanding to understand how these forces work in your body. I hope you understand what I'm saying. What I ended up uncovering was there are there is a science to everything. There are fundamental forces which govern your body, this computer, this, uh, this governs uh, medical systems, your body is a system, but those same forces also exist in every system, including a political system. So this is why I wrote System and Revolution. Um, you can use it to support your health, your physical health. You can use it to support the health of your family. You can use it to understand uh, your relationship health, what foods you should eat, how to create a company because the forces remain the same. But what I've been intrigued by is how you, you can unify that to educate you with, a, with a, a real education. So you understand yourself in this world and how we can change the world. Because either we can create a little garden for ourselves hide ourselves, forget everyone else, and say, I'm gonna live this little idyllic life, but you can't anymore because the government gets involved everywhere, or we can choose to change the world. So if we wanna change the world, if we wanna lift up an airplane, if we wanna build a piece of software, they, they're they all governed by the same educational model. So that is what uh, uh, I wanted to share with you. There is a real education, and that real education involves, in summary, theory and practice. It involves understanding systems, and so that's why I, you know, took a lot of time and effort. So when we ran the campaign, you know, our campaign slogan was what? Truth, freedom, and health. But it wasn't just a campaign slogan. It's way beyond that. It goes down to the foundations of science. Freedom, which is a movement of information, matter, and energy. Without freedom, we can't get to science. Truth, which is the aspect of the conversion aspect of information, matter, and energy. And without 
Truth will never find out what's right for our infrastructure, our body, our financial infrastructure, the health. And without health, we don't have the strength to fight for freedom. But these principles are founded on engineering systems principles. So if you can learn this, and the good news is I figured out a way, because all of us work for a living, that you can learn it in three hours. You can learn it um, on your own time. And then the goal was how do we learn it so big tech can't shut us down? So we've created our own platform. And how do we learn it so you feel you're not lonely learning it alone in a book? We created a community. So we're creating communication tools for that, all right? So I wanna share with you some of that in closing. And John, is there any other uh, uh, questions? Someone actually mentioned like, oh, you're talking about like transport conversion of storage. Here in India, we call that Vathapitta Kapha. Right, right, right. Yes. Transport conversion storage. And, and I was the first guy to correlate that, okay? Yeah. So good point, okay? And, and when I, you know, in 2007, after I finished my PhD, I went back to India because there's this whole system of Indian medicine. The problem is most people in Indian medicine don't even understand what Indian medicine is. And I was the first to uncover that the Vatha Pitta Kapha is transport conversion and storage. Okay. Wrote that into a book, taught a course on it. And so what I'm trying to explain to everyone is the education that we need is to understand systems. Because once you understand a system, you've, you've become a nuclear power in some ways you become a nuclear engine, which means you don't need somebody else. You become the guru, you become the expert, you become the teacher. You can start looking at a problem and helping other people. John was saying, you know, do you just wanna have someone tell you to put nails in a bridge or do you wanna learn how to build a bridge, okay? So my goal, the revolutionary education, the real education is teach you how to build bridges, is teach you maybe even why you should even build that bridge. Or should you even build that bridge? I hope that helps. So it's time that we get real education, theory and practice. So the same thing leads to the political framework here. So when we, you know, when we did this online, and, and by the way, with all your effort and all your guys' support, we're building this out. So when we go to, John, let me go over here. When we go to, um, when, when uh, let me just go here. I'm going to sort of do this all from one side here. <laughs> let me see if I can do this because I have to, uh, talking to gum here. Okay. So if I take you to vashiva.com, vashiva.com is really an opportunity for me to serve all of you by using all the skills that I learned from engineering, science, uh, how to build uh, stuff so you can help, so I can provide you the tools where you can educate. So if you go to vashiva.com, right? First area that I want to recommend to everyone to go in is you can go to vashiva.com slash join, okay? And when you go to vashiva.com slash join, you can share this with all your friends. I'm very straightforward out there why we're doing this, okay? It says, welcome to vashiva, the revolutionary platform being developed by Dr. Shiva, the man who invented email. This platform provides educational curricula, number one, and innovative tools to empower you to be a force to deliver real solutions to affect truth, freedom, and health in your local community. I can't overemphasize this. Look, screw political parties, screw elections for a second. Imagine if every one of you could be a powerful force in your local community where you could understand how systems operate. You could take any issue, medical freedom, election integrity, digital rights, and you could say, look, this is what the real issue here is. And then you could say, look, what we need to do is we need to do now this in our community. So for example, take election integrity. When you take a systems perspective, what do you find out? What you find out is that the real issue is it's not about voting for Republican or Democrat. What you really find out is we have selections in America. We don't have elections. 
So how do we solve that? Well, in your local community, and we're working on this, imagine having a little card like this, you could distribute to your neighbors. And the card teaches people, you know what? Our electronic voting machines don't say ballot images. And they'll say, what's a ballot image? Oh, that's the ballot that's actually tabulated. Oh my God. Then you tell people, you know what? We should go back to hand counter paper ballots. And you know what? We need voter registration cards locally. And you know what? We should make sure that when an election is tabulated, it's not centralized, it's done in our precinct. So those are four solutions you can agitate and activate with people in your local community. That's the practice, okay? So on when I share this on the site, uh, what, the purpose of creating the site was to actually not just, okay, here, come here, contribute to our site, give us money, blah, blah, blah. No, this is for you. And when people said, Shiva, how can we help you? I said, you can help by supporting yourself. So when you contribute, um, you can contribute. When you get educated, you're helping the movement. So that's what we have here. So you can contribute to supporting the platform. But most importantly, I want people to get the warrior education. And if you go to the warrior education, if you go to vashiva.com slash warrior, I lay out exactly why I want you to get this education, okay? And on the warrior site, what we're doing here is there's many, many things. We want to be as generous as possible. You get the live session with me when I do it on Mondays. Plus, there's a whole video curriculum where you learn the foundation fundamentals of systems theory. This is like a two-year MIT education. Then you learn how to use this to apply it to your body. Then you learn the physics of truth, freedom, and health. And then I actually give you access to your body or system. Then the other thing is you actually get access to a portal where you can go help your friends and family. You can spread the world. And then you can use it, right? Here's a tool where you use it for yourself. And then on top of that, you get access to system and revolution. You get access to the book because I want you to understand you can use these principles in your life. You can use it uh, everywhere. So the goal here is not to, I mean, we used to teach this course for like 2,500 bucks, John. That's not what the goal here is. The goal is to teach you, educate you. And then I also offer you the power of how different herbs can affect your system. So, but more importantly, when you get, when you log in, okay, uh, into this area, right, after you sign up, and there's various levels you can join for nothing, it's up to you, okay? When you join here, uh, let me go here. Um, we have created, we're creating, and it continues to grow, a underground online platform that's for you. And it includes all of these uh, videos you, you get access to that some of them YouTube have taken down, which will teach you the science of why vitamin D3 is good. You know, a uh, whole, whole range of content that you can't get on YouTube, etc. It also gives you access to a forum. This forum, uh, we're having more and more people join where you can now independent of, let me, let me take, I think I have the forum right here, right? Let me get this URL. Let me go right here. Independent of big tech, let me see if everyone can see it. Yeah. So independent of big tech, you can start having conversations with people and you can see people are starting their own uh, own little, I see more and more stuff happening. So for example, if you go to governance, people, wow, a lot of activity here, okay? People are having their own conversations. Uh, Mike Lindell's video, for example. And so this is sort of, and by the way, this works also on your iPhone, right, John? Right. And, and on, so you can have this forum running. So this is hosted by us. We don't owe anything. Let me repeat that. Uh, I'm funding this. It's in, in our data center. It's not an Amazon. It's not the stupid guys at Parler went to the enemy. This isn't something I've created, I own, 
and, and we're delivering that for you. So everyone take advantage of the forum. So that's one very powerful thing that we have. The other thing that we have is you can literally, uh, let me go back here. Uh, you can go in besides the forum. There are tools here where you, we've also created our own social media. It just got launched and we're offering it to all of you independent of Facebook where you can log in. And again, this is just the beginning. You can go into the social media portion right here. And let me uh, grab John's here. So John's, uh, here's John's version of it. John just set up his social media account, right John? Yeah. So you can see that you, you can put posts, you can have profiles, you can edit your own profile, you can have your friends, you can have messages, media, a lot like Facebook, but guess what? It's not owned by them. It's not owned by big tech and we're gonna use this to create our own movement. Plus you get access to the tool, right? Your body, your system. So you can jump over to your body, your system from the dashboard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all of these tools are integrated together. So I'm pretty excited by this, but the goal is to educate you on systems. It's the foundations of systems because once you understand the foundations of system, you become an unstoppable force in your community. That's why I have to keep saying, get educated or be enslaved. And it's not about going to MIT or going to some, uh, getting some Votech education. It's about recognizing there's a deeper education which will teach us what role do we play in the universe and how do we change the world. But in order to understand that, we have to get educated. There is a physics, there is a science to changing the world. So I'm pretty uh, excited about what we put together. And we are having a summit this tomorrow, this Thursday, we have uh, close to 5,000 Truth, Freedom and Health Warriors already just in the last uh, two, three months, people have gone educated. And we're gonna build that group out. Our goal is to have 50,000 in 2021 all over the world. We want 50,000 Truth, Freedom and Health Warriors, 50,000 nuclear powered human beings who have the right education. That's our goal. And those people agitate locally. So for example, when you go to this site, uh, another thing I want to mention is, so on the dashboard, let me go back here to vhshiva.com. Remember, it's about taking action, right? Um, so what I wanted to share with you was that we've also created this card that anyone can download. Okay. With this card, which is right there, you can down, and we're going to have more and more cards. Like these are like your little cheat sheets. Okay. With this little card, print them out, print them out, you know, staples, even crazy companies like staples, you can print out a thousand of these for less than 20 bucks, two cents a card. And what you do is you take this card is a feedback by the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so with this card, you can, at the back of the card, this is just on the masks issue. So you can use uh, our website, the back end to get 
educated on how masks do not work, what they actually do, the science, how they destroy the teeth. And then you can use this card, have them in your pocket. When you go to the store, I went to the, you know, as I mentioned yesterday, I went to the, to, to grab some nice pizza, right? And the guy to pick it up and the guy behind the counter who's wearing double masks with 800 degree oven behind him, he's telling me, you gotta wear a mask. I said, look, I don't wanna wear it. Just give me my pizza. And I said, do you know those, I said, do you know those masks? I said, does your employer give you dental insurance? Remember, he's a worker. We don't wanna attack our working class people. I didn't wanna get into a fight with him. I wanted to have empathy and sympathy for him. I said, do you know the masks are gonna hurt your teeth? You're gonna have you're gonna have periodontal disease. And he said, I didn't know that. I said, well, here's a card. I gave him the card and I said, you know what? You may wanna tell your employer they should cover your dental health insurance. They should probably be ready if you start having bleeding gums and losing teeth. And if you talk to dentists, they're seeing explosive growth because when you wear this mask, what does it do? It increases the temperature, increases acidity, which are the two ingredients necessary as we've shown in our scientific work, which is up on the site, vashiva.com slash masks, that literally affects oral health. So now we're not, it's not pro-mask, anti-mask. We're gonna go educate our fellow worker, working people. And you give him this card. He sees, oh, these are the scientific issues and these are the things that it can cause. We're gonna have a card like this for election integrity. We're gonna have a card like this for vaccines. So you start having these little cards in your pocket and you get the training and you educate people. That's how we're gonna win. So bottom line is we've developed a clear path to victory, but that path to victory requires you to get educated. So please get educated, be enslaved. And remember real education comes from theory and practice. It's not like, okay, read this book, System and Revolution, all oh, listen to Dr. Shiva, blah, blah, blah. That's not gonna do jack. It requires you to go have human interactions. That's why we have some practical things you can do. Go talk to your neighbor and say, hey, look, did you know that the mouth bacteria, when they're extremely important to your child's oral health, when you put that mask on, you're gonna destroy them? Did you know that biology shows that by putting the masks on for extended periods of time, you're gonna hurt the microbiome. And do you know that dentists are reporting explosive growth? Do you know that the oral health is required, is, is connected to your entire system's health? And you just give them the card, right? And, you, and they can go on their own. But what you've done is you've become a nuclear weapon in your local community. You've become a guru, you've become the rabbi, you've become the teacher. And that is what we wanna do. We wanna make you, the the the, the decentralized agent of change. And that's what this is all about. We're not gonna win anything by voting for this candidate, that candidate, because they own all the marbles, guys. We're gonna win by doing something completely different, by going decentralized with this kind of nuclear physics of knowledge. All right? Thank you, everyone. Um, someone's saying only the banner is showing. Is that true? Um, uh, the, it was- the It was before, was, okay. Yeah, the speed was so down. everyone can see us, yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. Can everyone see us? Hello, hello. Can everyone see us? Yeah, the feed's back. Oh, yes. Good. Okay. Listen, everyone, please send me an email. These, by the way, uh, every talk I do, this came from people saying, hey, why should I get educated? So I'm listening to you. Uh, if you want me to do something tomorrow, v, uh, you can send an email to vashiva at vashiva.com. Vashiva at vashiva.com. Every Monday evenings, you know, I do the education. Please get educated because that's how we break out of slavery, okay? we And we gotta get the right education, the real education. So I'll finish as I normally do 
um, playing the video here, John. Should I do that? Yep. Let me play the video here. And, and have a good night, everyone. And uh, our country to be taken. For those of you who are, who've gone through the Truth, Freedom, Health Warrior training, please keep an eye out for this Thursday. We're going to be holding a big summit um, online to really talk about how we um, build out in our local communities and what actions we can take on election integrity, on the vaccination issue, on the medical freedom issue, on the masks issue. We're here to act. We're here to take theory, practice, and then act. Again, let me just bring up that image again that I had here. Uh, you know, uh, let me stop the share here. I want to share the uh, share the screen over here. I want to share this right here. Yeah, so I want to share this image that I started sharing at the beginning of the talk here. You know, to those of you coming late, what I shared was this is the logo that appears on MIT's thing. I, I don't think MIT follows the center part of it, but we have the worker, hammer and anvil. This is actually doing the work, like passing out these cards. Here's a theory, which you can uh, learn with all the education we're providing and here's the light okay but you have to have both otherwise without this and this and without being a light without being an educator in your local community you're basically essentially a tool of somebody else whether you know it or not okay so let's finish up with our video file oops let me add the video to the stream our country to be taken and uh again i wish everyone we a good have um Please email me if you want anything and go to vashiva.com slash join or vashiva.com slash warrior. We have a path to win. I've told you what you got to do, which is get educated and act. Okay, so it's not about just getting educated. And on vashiva.com, we're building you those tools. By the way, starting next week, anyone who becomes a warrior also gets access to all the social media tools, right? Everyone, we have about 40,000 people now get access to all the, the forum tools, uh, et cetera. So please... Take advantage. Let's build the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Have a good evening. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. 
Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up, his own quote-unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone, I hope you have a good night. Let's all uh, move forward. Let's get educated. As I just tweeted out or put out on the thing is that remember 20% of people you're never gonna be able to convince. 20% are gonna always be with you. They're the echo chamber. The goal in life is if we wanna change the world is that 60% and the only way it's gonna come is through education, the real education. And that real education can come when we have enough people who like yourselves can become teachers armed with that real education. So that's what the goal here is. So go to vashiva.com 
Um, I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, I'm getting some good ideas of what people want me to cover tomorrow. One could be the healthcare system, John. Mm -hmm. you know, what is a healthcare system? Uh, if you have any other kinds of systems we want to cover, let me know. Thank you. Have a good night.